Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. We want to talk today about the presence of the Lord. Now, I hear a lot of people saying, well, you know, I'm going to create an environment for the Lord, and, and I'm all for that. I know what they mean by that. The purpose of praise is to get into your environment, the environment you were intended to live in. Now, I hear people say, you know, that sometimes God shows up and sometimes He doesn't. But what do you do with the scripture that he said, I'll never, 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 ever leave you or forsake you. So we've got to get away from the mindset that we get in his presence sometimes and we create an environment that we get in. The power of praise is the presence of God at work in your life. See, I really believe that praise acknowledges the reality of God, who God is. I think there's music in heaven and I think the music is fantastic. But I want you to see something in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 23, and I think it's going to help a lot of you to get a hold of this revelation that, you know, some people believe that, you know, on Sunday morning during praise and worship at churches all over the world, when the choir sings, that's the time for you to get your life right. I don't think your life's ever been wrong. I think your life is only wrong before you get born again. But once you accept Him as a being and stop trying to be a doer, you start entering into a place of knowing that you're already right. Because it's a state of being, not a state of having, or not a state of getting, but a state of being. And so we see here in 1 Samuel 16, 23, And so it was, whenever the Spirit from God was upon Saul, that David would take a harp and he played it with his hand. Then Saul would become refreshed and well, and the distressing spirit would depart from him. You know, Saul had to call David continuously to bring the presence of the Lord, because the presence of the Lord would bring joy. Now, the Bible said the joy of the Lord is our strength in Nehemiah 8 and 10, so we see that the presence of God does bring joy. And the presence of God is what joy is. The Bible said that Jesus could endure the cross because of the joy that was set before him. Now, the joy that was set before him on the cross was you and I. And so the presence of God does bring a joy into our life. But look at Psalm 16 and 11. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is the fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Now, we see here that you will show me the path of life and in your presence is the fullness of joy. So we understand that there's a fullness of God's joy that's going to manifest in our lives, that's going to bring us to a place of absolute perfection, going to bring us to a place where we enter into a place with God like never before. And so he will show me the path of life. The steps of a righteous man is ordered of the Lord. I want you to understand today, anytime that you you got to get to a place to where God shows up. You, you've missed the whole purpose. Because the Bible says in Psalms 84 verse 10, For a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. Well, that sounds spiritual, but I think everybody had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. But the spirit of heaviness that hangs on you will lift as God changes your attitude and perspective with His presence and joy. God's presence also gives us rest. We wear ourselves out trying to meet responsibilities in our own strength. We're about doing, 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 doing. And, and that's, that's not God's plan because in Exodus 33, 14 through 16, we can see some great revelation. And He said, My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then He said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight except you go with us? So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people upon the face of the earth. Now the word rest here in the actual Hebrew is to set one's mind at rest. If there's anything the people need today is they need their mind to be put at rest. 
People need rest from weariness. People need rest from the struggles of their mind. You know, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 11, 28 through 30, Come to me, all you are labor and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So God's presence brings peace. Now, my favorite scripture of all is Isaiah 26 and 3. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. In 1 Corinthians 14, 33, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as is all the churches of the saints. Now look at 2 Thessalonians 3 and 16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace always in every way. The Lord be with you all. So he tells us that we can have perfect peace. Now look at what Philippians chapter 4, 6 and 7 says. He says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds through Jesus Christ. So when we get a peace, we can, we can guard our hearts and our minds through Jesus Christ. So He wants to bring us. God's presence brings blessings. So I want you to understand something. We see here today that God's presence brings joy joy. God's presence brings rest. God's presence brings peace. And God's presence brings blessings. What a blessing to know that you and I are living in the presence of the Lord all the days of our life. Even when you make the most terrible mistake or miss the mark right. He is still there in your presence. He doesn't go anywhere. He doesn't get out of your car when you get up to 65 and it's a 55 mile per hour zone. He is still loving on you. He's still all about you. He's still in you. Even when you fall from grace as as the church wants to preach. But the only time you fall from grace is not when you sin. It's when you go back into the law and start operating a bunch of rules and regulations and making it about what you can do. Anything that you can do is not salvation at all because Jesus finished the work. Jesus did the work. He chose you. You didn't choose him. He satisfied and met the needs of you. God's presence also brings power into our lives and that's the beauty of grace.